Welcome to the Patriot Podcast, a production of Covenant Academy in Cypress, Texas. Our hope is that this podcast connects you to the heart of our community, culture, and those who are helping shape the hearts and minds of students. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Patriot Podcast. I am Michael Gaines. Glad that you're joining us. Uh, with me today, I have Covenant Academy's head of school, Leslie Collins. Leslie, good to see you. Good to see you, Michael. And we are joined on this episode by Covenant's uh, Bo. Uh, oh man, what's you can go with just Bo. Bo <laughs> Andrews is what uh, the government calls. Bo. <laughs> no. no, I uh, Bo. Andrews. Thank you. I had it. I had it written down. So yeah, I'll. Sorry, Bo. That's terrible. Bo Andrews. So we have Bo Andrews, who's Covenant's 11th and 12th grade theology teacher. Sorry for forgetting your last name, Bo. Uh, It won't happen again. Uh, thank, but thanks for joining us. That's not a great way to to welcome someone. To uh, Michael, podcast. I feel like I probably got the most special introduction of anyone that's uh, been on the podcast so far. So thank you. No, absolutely, absolutely. So um, we are uh, in a, I guess, kind of the the phrase has been using is a unprecedented time. I think right before we we started, we even said this almost feels like you could say it's almost like wartime type of thing, and in, in that um, you know we are are in a, a period where, uh, you know, social distancing is the norm, where uh, really, uh, you know, we're, we're fighting a, an invisible, uh, invisible uh, enemy, but, but fortunately, um, we know that uh, God is in control and much bigger than any of the, the, the challenges or, or, or distancing, you know, issues that, that we have. So, um, so in, in today's episode, we wanted to take some time to be able to uh, uh, talk about uh, Psalm 46 um, and uh, and kind of get some perspective from you, Bo, not necessarily from a theological perspective, because I know that's your your day-to-day, but really wanting to uh, get get just some of your your perspective and insight um, just as as one of our, our community members. But um, but before we dive into that, um, could you just share a little bit about your your background, uh, maybe even for those that, that don't know how you got to Covenant, could you share maybe just a little bit about that? Sure. Um, came through Covenant or came to Covenant through uh, uh, other students that were in our youth program. Uh, I'm a youth pastor primarily, spend um, a lot of time in, uh, in that, and um, came to some of the pastoral appreciation days here. I kind of fell in love with the community uh, and really looking at the product of what the students that were coming out, the people that we knew here, and ask ourselves uh, as a family if if that was something we would like for our family to look like. And the answer was yes. And so uh, started on steps to see if that was a possibility for us. And um, uh, Covenant worked with us to make that a reality. And that kind of morphed into me uh, first doing some um, substitute teaching here, and uh, then eventually coming on and, and teaching Bible and now uh, more theology. Right. And uh, and so, uh, you know, you mentioned, you know, your family. So could you give us a little picture of what, is, what does your family look like? So I have a daughter, Anna, who is uh, my oldest, a son, Matthew, who graduates from high school this year and headed off hopefully to the Air Force. Mm. 
Um, then I have the two girls that go here and, uh, Abby is in seventh grade and Allie is in third grade. Okay. So in other words, uh, you are a busy guy <laughs> and, and praise God for a wife who, uh, picks up all the slack. Mm, absolutely. That's, that's so good. So Leslie, we, uh, are continuing to talk about, uh, Psalm 46. So that is, uh, kind of our our community um, uh, uh, scripture that we are memorizing as as families, um, kind of in this time of of physical separation. But you know, fortunately, we have something that can uh, you know bring us together as as a community. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, the Psalms are uh, a rich resource for us to draw from. Um, they are a prayer book and they are a hymn book. Uh, and so they're intended for us. Um, they're there in the center of Scripture, and uh, in, in perhaps in the heart of the Bible. Um, that's where we pour our heart out to God. And they're, they're, th- all of the Psalms are filled with opportunities for us to explore our emotions, all of them, and understand how to put them rightly before God, and also to come to God with things, uh, times of lament, times of even anger at uh, injustice in the world, and. Uh, uh, anger at at circumstances and even sadness um, and despair and joy and hope. And Psalm 46, I think, is so relevant to our situation. I think it's a great opportunity for us to meditate on that day and night as Scripture calls us to. So uh, I know in a previous episode, we talked with uh, Michelle Hunt, who kind of gave us some, some uh, really great insight, uh, you know, kind of from a uh, a, a deeper standpoint in terms of meditating and, and what that looks like from a, a Christian perspective. Um, and I'm, I'm curious, um, you know, Bo, as, as you look at Psalm 46 and, uh, you know, as, as, like I said, as we're sort of meditating on this as a community, uh, what is, what does this uh, particular uh, chapter mean to you um, just, just personally, and, and maybe also maybe even in light of kind of our current, current situation and current events? So, I mean, I think the whole psalm is predicated on the nearness of God to each believer. And um, so as I look at it, it is a reminder to me of even in, in you use this, the term social distancing that we're supposed to have for our own personal safety. Um, that God is reminding us that uh, social distancing from God is exactly the opposite thing that we need but that God's very presence is the the core of this chapter. That because God is near to us is why we don't fear. Because God, who is near to us, is in a sense joining us in our predicament. Um, That's why we can take comfort. He knows us because he's here with us. And, and, And so I think the whole psalm is supposed to point us to Jesus, who is Emmanuel, God with us. The, the very picture of a God who is close to us. The, the psalm says uh, a very present help in, in trouble, or later in the psalm it says that he's in their midst. Um, so as I read the psalm, I'm reminded that for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. And so God is not, to me, a concept of a, a far-off God. He's not a distant God. And in these times of social distancing, God's not far from us. God is here with us. And wherever I go, I can sing the song that the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is my refuge, is my high place. Um, Frankly, 
I need that every day. Every day before these kind of times happened, before this crisis came, I needed God to be present with me. And in, in every area that I don't need him present with me, I think in some sense I'm confessing that there's strength in and of myself that I can handle whatever today brings. And the more that I come to realize that I don't have that strength, then I'm also saying in my weakness, he's made strong. And maybe this crisis has done something to heighten our awareness of our own weaknesses. And my prayer is that as we come together in that weakness, God is made strong. So when you when you look at um, you know so you you have the opportunity you know not only to be an instructor but uh, candidly you're you're a parent as well and so you know as other parents are are reading Psalm forty six and uh, living life in in this new forced home school home life home home <laughs> to right. go you know go like what 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 are what are you how would you encourage them or, or how would you, uh, maybe what would you share with them as, as they're reading this and, and kind of going day to day, um, you know, in this kind of new, new normal? Yeah. Um, you know, I think first the idea that this Psalm and, the, and really the whole Bible points us to Christ, um, is reminds me of when Jesus came to the Pharisees who knew the Bible of their day backward and forward. And he told them, you search the scriptures for in them, you think you have eternal life, but there they would speak of me. And so I would encourage parents um, that, that this isn't a time just to pick up the Bible because that's what's being told to us. It's not a time to study it at a level of saying we're going to memorize this because that's what we're supposed to do. It's a time to pick up God's word and find God revealed to us. It's a time to pick up God's word and see Christ in it. Um, at the end of the day, this crisis will come and this crisis will go. But all of us still have the same crisis. We're still all broken. And, and God's story to us is in the middle of brokenness, he's with us. If, if we don't find Jesus in this, then we've wasted a crisis. Um, so as a parent, for myself and, and for our community, I would say, this is a time for us as parents to walk closely with Christ. And when we do that, the overflow of our life is that our parent, our kids will catch that. But not just our kids. Our, our neighbors will catch that. Our friends will catch that. And, um, and so using Psalm 46, um, again, I, I hope that the, that the thing that leaps off the page with us is the truth of Psalm 46 is that God is near to us. That's what makes the psalm work. Um, that's the hub of the wheel. For every parent who wants to teach the kids the Bible, unless you have the hub, you're just teaching words that are words. And, and for parents, it's a scary thing to ask our kids to, to learn something or do something that we're not doing because we're asking them um, to be taught but not caught. And instead, I'd encourage, encourage parents, let this time be a time of revival in our hearts. We all have one thing maybe uh, in common during this time. We have a little extra time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And how are we spending that time? Right. There's an endless news cycle. And whatever we put in front of our attention is what draws our affection. Um, an endless news cycle is not what we want to feed ourselves. Um, endless entertainment is not what we want to feed ourselves. Uh, 
But if parents use this time to come near to Christ, then out of the overflow of that relationship, teaching God's word to their children should become something exciting, not something that they're being told to do. Right. And, and I know that there have been uh, some, some very uh, uh, recent practical uh, examples of people who have said, you know, I'm not going to live in a, a space of fear or in a, a mindset of fear, but I'm going to uh, live my, my faith out. I, I, I think um, yeah, I, I've heard of some examples of people kind of helping neighbors who, who have asked. I mean, have you, have you heard some of those stories where folks are saying, hey, I, I, I need help, and there are some who are, who are coming to, to that need? Sure. Um, so we were talking earlier about the, one of the ladies in our church, one of the families in our church that uh, uh, that got on their uh, neighborhood Facebook or the, have used social media. Uh, that, that that frankly maybe we uh, we talk down in, in other times. Uh, yeah, yeah. So be yeah. careful of social yeah. media. <laughs> um, but now we can see tech as a tool mm. that God has given us to stay in contact with mm-hmm. each other and how we best. Uh, light a candle instead of curse that darkness mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. may be a good thing. And so uh, they got on uh, on uh, the social media and, and kind of broadcast around the neighborhood for any of those that, that either had fear of going out in public because maybe they were older or had underlying conditions that they, they worried even about going to the grocery stores or doing those things and offered themselves a service and said, if, if you need help doing this, we'll do the legwork. Um, and have already found people that take took them up on that offer uh, to go do things like buy uh, buy groceries and deliver it to their home, um, and, or or do yard work and those kind of things. And I don't think this is a time where God's people have to get exceptionally preachy mm-hmm. uh, about the gospel. I think it's a time where we can live the gospel in a way that we get. N- noticed for our generosity. Mm. Um, I think the Bible says that when people see our good works, they'll glorify uh, our God in heaven. And so as we're going about doing these things, these acts of love and generosity, um, let us be have Christ on our lips um, to validate the actions that we're doing. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think, yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, the idea of, of, of being very... Um, open and and willing to to step out and say yeah this is a this is a, a a crisis that is impacting everyone and you know if the the lord has given you the opportunity and the availability to see and and address those needs i mean what a what what better way to love love our neighbors and to love our neighbors right, right? Yeah. <laughs> we don't have to you know? overthink yeah, exactly <laughs> right exactly and the truth is i i am uh I have to confess, I don't. I don't think I'm a very good neighbor. Um, I, in, unless you define my neighbors as my people here, uh, which is often what I think to myself. Well, my, 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 my school is my community, is my neighbor. I'm never home. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. now, now I am, yeah, and I can yeah. actually really get to know them well, um, and 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 try to reach out to them. I mean, sure, we wave. I mean, I'm not that the, bad. The neighbor, neighbor wave. That's I, right. There's that's the neighbor a... <laughs> wave, but that is that yeah. is uh, the bane of of modern existence. Mm-hmm. Is that's all we've got, mm-hmm. and and you know, even our neighborhoods aren't even set up so that we can walk without being afraid of getting hit by a car because we don't have sidewalks, at least not in my 
my neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And I think that's ironic. Mm -hmm. um, but we're doing an awful lot of walking now. Uh, but um, I, I just think it's it's an interesting and time. And, and again, as Lynn said, uh, we can look at this time as a theft or we can look at it as a gift. And I choose to look at it as a gift. I've, I've been praying for the church uh, to be resilient and strong and, and do what she, the bride of Christ, is called to do, which is to care for the poor and the lowly and to minister and to uh, bind the wounds of those who are weak and to really demonstrate the love of the bride's husband, Jesus Christ. And I, I, I know that the church, because historically this has always happened, I know that the church will Will do that. I also know that the church um, has the opportunity to be sanctified and strength strengthened in a way that we're we're having to draw on our our Lord and and read His Word and deepen. And I am I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for that. And I think, you know, we prior to coronavirus, we were living in a time where there was a lot of ease. I could order something from Amazon and it would be at my door the next day. And that was not even with some kind of an express robot mm -hmm. coming and doing that. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to order something from Amazon. It's going to come at a time period you might've expected in the nineties. And so, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. but thank God for this time. And what may God use this to bring glory to himself and to exalt himself. Um, and we see in here, uh, verse 10, Psalm 46, be still and know that I am God. Well, we're certainly still. And I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. In the midst of this, he will be exalted. Hi, Leslie. This is Amanda and Piper. So I just listened to your first podcast and I was going to send you an audio recording. And uh, so one of the things that Piper and I did was we had dinner with her best friend, Emily. And so how we did it was... Uh, we did it over FaceTime while she was eating ice cream and we were just <laughs> eating our normal food. <laughs> and what tickled us was that she actually got some of the food that she normally eats at our house, at her house, <laughs> because she missed us, and we still were able to have dinner together. And so that's the way that we're still staying connected. Yeah, absolutely. So... Uh, that this has been really encouraging and a, a great conversation. And so, yeah, we, we hope that uh, both students and families and, and community alike will join us in, in, uh, in memorizing Psalm 46, uh, whether it's at the dinner table, on the couch, um, in the in-between. Uh, I think a comments have been made before. Uh, pretty much at this point in time, all we have is time. So <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's really... Uh, think about how we can use that. So been having a conversation with uh, Covenant Academy's head of school, Leslie Collins, and Mr. Bo Andrews. Andrews. Yes, I know. A start and end. I'll get it right. But Bo Andrews, who is the theology uh, teacher here for the 11th and 12th graders. So Bo and Leslie, thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you, Michael. Michael. Oh, come behold the works of God, the nations at his feet. He breaks the bow and bends the spear and 
turns the wars to sea. Almighty one of Israel, you are on our side. We walk by faith in God who burns the chariots with
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Patriot Podcast. If you have any questions or comments about anything discussed, feel free to contact us on our website at covenantcypress.org.